following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Just for Kicks. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Judy Trammell, Haley Anderson, and Kelly Fenglass. Hey, everybody. This is Just for Kicks. It's a special edition, Mother's Day edition. And I am joined by Judy Trammell and Haley Anderson. And we have guests that are three of the most important people in our lives. Judy is joined by her daughter, Cassie Trammell, former five-year DCC and mother of two. <laughs> Haley is joined by her mom, Charlotte Jones, executive vice president of the Dallas Cowboys and chief brand officer and mother of three. And I am joined by my daughter, Samantha. I am a mother of two, and I am not with Samantha because she is still at college. So welcome, ladies. Welcome to Just for Kicks. We hey, this is fun. Yes, <laughs> we call this girl talk because we do always get off on girl talk topics, but we've always said that we think that guys just might want to listen. And today, for certain, is going to be a special show because we're thrilled to be reunited with all of you. And because when we started working on the content of this show, I could tell very quickly how emotional and maybe even a little spicy this show might get. So we've asked Taylor Stern <laughs> to join us and help us host this show because it's hard to be interviewing people and be the one that is being interviewed. And it's it's an, it's going to be an emotional dive, a fun dive, and a glimpse into the lives of women that work in the Dallas Cowboys and their, their children for Mother's Day. So, again, welcome, everybody. Um, if I may, Charlotte, I'd love to start with you because what we normally do is just kind of, hey, what'd you do this week? And we've all been sharing stories of shelter. But, but since we last saw you, Charlotte, we've had the draft. You've got the NFL schedule coming out in, within hours. So um, how, how has this week been for you? You've been sheltered with family as well with some major things going on. Yes, we counted 54 days. Um, <laughs> all of our family. You know, this is amazing. I mean, I, I really have to say uh, the collateral beauty of all of this crisis has been spending time with my three children who were not under the same roof prior to this, um, the, the disease and the virus spread. So they came um, home and came close to roost uh, through the process. Um, but then also um, we were with my parents. So that has been quite an amazing experience and getting to spend time with them. And then on top of that, to launch the first ever NFL draft uh, virtually um, was an amazing experience. And, uh, you know, my my father has just recently switched from like a flip phone to a smartphone. <laughs> imagine the process to get him to where he was comfortable with the WebEx, talking to people like this, you know, Brady Bunch style, and wondering why that guy's screen just got small and the next guy's face just <laughs> came up. And then letting him know that the phone he was talking to was actually the NFL line and not the WebEx camera and, you know, all of the crazy technology that we have. It was um, a little bit of a comedy of errors in the beginning, but then all of a sudden it just like took on a life of its own through the course of the week in preparation for the draft. And then the draft itself was amazingly smooth. Um, very interesting for the first time ever, our entire family. 
when I say entire family, my children, my brother's children, my other brother's children, my mom, all of us were in separate places, but all like on the couch and around, you know, through the process. So mm -hmm. all of us were a part of it. It was uh, exciting to watch. It was emotional to watch. And it really went off flawless. And it just really shows you um, what you can do now, you know, through technology, but really gave us a way to to bring people um, a glimpse of the NFL, you know, kind of behind the curtain and see what people are really like, you know, in their homes. I think we saw everything from, from people's children to people's dogs and, and everything, <laughs> you know, in between. Um, but that process really, I think, um, deepened the affinity of our fans, you know, to, to everyone's team, um, but then also maybe provided a little bit of hope and inspiration that we'll get to the other side of this and play football in the fall. We're speaking of football in the fall. We are what three, four hours away from the three NFL. Hours. Three hours away from the schedule being released, which is such a highlight for all of us because we're just mm -hmm. we're just starved for sport and excitement. Um, Charlotte, is there any? Let's see. There's 200, and I think it said like 56 games that'll be coming out. But um, they said there's going to be a three-hour special on just releasing the schedule. Or do you have any insights? You know, I that. think that's the exciting part. Well, well, another exciting part is that just prior to that, uh, the NFL Network is actually doing the special that you mentioned. But just prior to that, each team has the opportunity to release the schedule on its own. So on our own Cowboys social channels, from the, our website to, to Instagram to all of our social media, we will have a 30-minute special that precedes that. And for the first time, we will get to actually announce our own schedule before the NFL actually releases it in their special on the NFL Network. And so for us to get a chance to talk to players live about what they think about big matchups, I think is exciting. But to give our fans, you know, a glimpse into what's coming this fall and to get excited about all that's about to take place. Um, you know, it's the first time again uh, that we've been able to do this. And I think that will be exciting. And, you know, I think the fact that the, there's such a, a a long special given to that. It just shows you that people are just craving um, information. They're they're craving live events. They're, they're craving a chance to be able to get back together with each other and celebrate something. So, um, you know, we are are hopeful, you know, for the season. But it's going to be exciting to actually see who we're going to play, where we're going to play, and I know we know who, but where. And you know, that will really be exciting. It's just hours away. Well, and Kelly, I, I have to interject, you know, because you guys Please. were talking about the draft and how incredible it was to put on this production, but then flip that the next week, and you guys are doing the most historic thing in Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders history and doing a virtual auditions. And I think sometimes, you know, I see you guys from the outside looking in, and that is so incredible that you guys were able to adapt and adjust in the way that you did. And I'm just curious, how has it been going so far? Well, it's going great. Thank you, Taylor, for asking, because that's, that's my what'd you do this week. Besides adding light bulbs, Samantha, you'll appreciate this. Besides the fact that I um, added more light bulbs to my backyard, which, <laughs> <laughs> it's, start, it's starting to glow backyard 24 hours, but that's whatever. Yes, we have spent, you know, this entire period developing a platform where people can audition. And now that both Charlotte, Judy, and I have are, are receiving the applications. They're open now. It's live now. It goes through May 15th. But um, it's awesome because we are 
one-on-one -on -one watching every individual applicant. We're watching their dance videos. We're watching their introductions. We're reading every word in their application. And um, that actually is giving us a, 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 a more of a focus um, than the live audition where people are dancing five people at a time. So I think it's an advantage. It was Judy and Haley were on the calls. We have spent hours, hours and hours, days, weeks, developing a platform that's accessible and easy for dancers across the country. Um, and I've even learned as Samantha's mom, what a college application looks like and how, so I, I even, we even tried to make this very application friendly and allow them to um, come into the application, press pause, go away, you know, really uh, gather their thoughts, express, them some, express themselves well, and then film themselves in the convenience of their own home. So it's going great. I know Charlotte's been reviewing, Judy's been reviewing, I've been reviewing, and we were just talking about it. And we know all the applicants personally. So I think at the end of the day, we will know more about the candidates and they will get just one of the best chances in history to, to make this team. And Charlotte, I heard Steven talking today on the radio about the same a little bit of the same situation with the players that were going through the draft. It took such a different kind of focus and you actually had got to have that one-on-one, -on -one, those interviews. I think he mentioned like 30 and I'm going to say something wrong, but Stephen was talking about how there was even some, you know, some new personal and um, added focus with the players that were going through the draft. You know, and um, I, Jerry said this too, that it was the first, his first draft experience where he's had such a deep dive into all of the players because um, you're interviewing them like this um, and you're focused energy and attention, uh, which, you know, we're here in the, in the four walls of our home with nothing else to do beyond there. So your focus is very concentrated um, and the stories become that much more captivating because you know, you're, you're truly, you know, you're dialed in and you're listening, but they are, you know, affecting you in ways that you may have taken for granted um, in, in times past. But now as we sit here in these times, the things that you appreciate um, are far more important. They're more sincere and authentic. And that seems to come out um, both in the interviewee and those who are doing the interviewing too. You know, you kind of cut through the, the superficial and you go right down to the things that mean the most. And um, we saw that with a lot of the players as they were being interviewed um, like you said, Kelly, you know, this, it's, this is a far cry from 20 some odd years ago when we were in the studio um, <laughs> back at uh, Valley Ranch, which uh, was crazy. Uh, and now to, to where we are today. And Cassie, you know, she mentioned that you were a cheerleader. Would you have liked to do a virtual audition? How would that have been for you? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You <laughs> that? Especially the second round. Because they can go back <laughs> and review themselves. That was my rough round. I had a yeah. really hard time with learning the routine, turning around in an hour and performing it. I am not one of those girls. I take home choreography. I have to learn it overnight, you know, maybe longer than overnight. But I'm a homer. So these girls have, what, a whole week, right, for Simi? Yes. yes. So yeah. this is really going to be an advantage. Be advantage huge. For sure. a lot of them. That, yeah, that when get stage fright, they had time to... Mm -hmm. work on it and I think that's why we've had a lot more applicants this year and people being so excited to do this is because they really can from their homes and they don't have to worry about the money and the time and the travel and the they can just do their best at home and like Cassie said give it one or two more tries <laughs> you seen in your video 
<laughs> I love it. And I think about, you know, when Kelly and I were talking earlier this week about this episode and, you know, what we wanted to say, I said, well, when I think of all three of you guys, I also think of auditions, you know, and it's this time of year, it's Mother's Day. You guys have always had all of these memories. And I guess I'll start with you first, Haley. What is one of your favorite memories of auditions and being with everyone? I think my favorite part is we all kind of gather around finals weekend. And I think just seeing everyone's talents and then kind of going back and being able just to like talk about it and like talk about our favorite solos and what everyone's put their effort into it and just all having the same mindset or even different opinions, just being able to go back and listen to each other and watch the performances. Sam, how many DCC auditions have you been to in your lifetime? <laughs> well, I'm 22, so <laughs> I'm probably 22 in some 22. <laughs> way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> but I was That's actually cognizant of yes, that I was cognizant of what was happening. Maybe 15 or so. Funny. I know I just I think that's so unique and the fact that you guys have all mm -hmm. grown up together and when Kelly was telling me this one of the most special things that she told me was that Cassie visited Sam at the hospital you have a picture of them actually seeing each other for the first time at the hospital how did that come to be did you go right away Judy I did I was there when Samantha was born in the waiting room Kelly was Fun, and we went in her room as she was in labor. Wait a second. You, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it was easy for you. We we were in her room. They told us we had to leave. And five minutes All later, they said until I had, had a girl. <laughs> this birth I'd ever witnessed. Well, Kelly sat, sat through, Kelly sat through my labor also. Yeah, I was there. Oh, so that's I've right. Y'all both were there. And yeah, there were some of the first people to hold my son and all the <laughs> my family was waiting and they were all like, well, why does Kelly get to go first? <laughs> well, and Haley then, met Cannon, my first grandchild, at a game and she had on this beautiful, beautiful. outfit oh. and Cannon was a, oh, no. I'll say spitter upper. And when she held Cannon, I was like, oh, I covered her. No. I covered her in blankets. He's I was like, spit up on her outfit. <laughs> I know, and we were talking about Haley's birthdays in June. So, Charlotte, you must have been pregnant with Haley during an audition process and the draft <laughs> and juggling a bajillion things that you usually do. Yes, I tell you what is crazy. I was pregnant with Haley when I went to the our first Cowboys Super Bowl in California, and um, I was about four months pregnant. And you know, we were all so excited to have the opportunity, obviously, to get to play in the Super Bowl and and to be out there in California. And it was such a crazy time. My mother sent my best friend with me just because she was worried that I, you know, <laughs> something would happen while I while I was pregnant. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, we went back to back Super Bowls. So then Haley was born in between the two Super Bowls and. I had this perfect picture. I took it to the, her Super Bowl, and she was dressed as a cowboy cheerleader. And she was Aww. sitting on Ann Richards, the governor of Texas's lap at the time. That was um, so she's kind of been this little cheerleader doll <laughs> through the audition process. And I think all of you girls, weren't you all junior DCC? Mm -hmm. um, sure. Yes, because I'm not sure if that was because you wanted to be or because... <laughs> Oh, wow, we're busy. <laughs> you be a part of this because we need to put, put this all together, and all, all just I mean, amazing to see that it was. It's 
it, whether it be in that kind of performance or throwing you in halftime or carrying a clipboard, you know, in, in every role there was, it was like, okay, we need another, we need another pair of hands. And I think all three of us are happy to designate that to whatever critter was crawling by our feet at the time. I know. And we were talking about Thanksgiving halftime shows. Now we have Christmas at the star. That is such an incredible event. You know, it spans basically the whole month of half of November into December up to Christmas. So not only have you guys been together for all of auditions, for DCC camps, for junior DCC, but then you spend most of your holidays together. And you guys are basically, <laughs> yes. this is family right here. We're talking to family. And so, you know, I was thinking about that. And how has that been um, sacrificing some of those moments, but then being able to be around each other? I'll, I'll you know, go you first, Kel. Well, I think because it's been just such a lifestyle for all of us, all of us, Charlotte, Judy, myself, and then even our daughters, Thanksgiving is at the Cowboys game. That just is what it is. And half times have always been a part of that. I have pictures of Samantha with Kelly Clarkson at one of the half. I mean, you've all been involved in the Thanksgiving half times. Um, Haley has a, has an epic photo with our Dove in the Creed halftime back in the 90s. We watched that today before we had our podcast. Samantha has a picture that she said she was just horrified. I'll never forget when we threw them in, Judy, those long orange wigs, the Halloween costume <laughs> and the hat. And she was hot. You know, the only thing about having your daughter in the crew, to Charlotte's point, is they're great helpers, but they'll also complain. Like, we didn't know, we didn't know how bad the Halloween hats and the orange wigs were until our daughters had to wear them. Um, precious. <laughs> we thought they were great. And then there's the gingerbread men at Christmas oh, half time. Oh, yes. That are uh, probably shucks in, in like wingspan. They're costume. three yards. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've all been in the costumes. They've all been with us. And I, I can honestly say, I don't think I know what thanksgiving is without a cowboys game it just i wouldn't even know what normal is besides that i had to do thanksgiving at my in-laws this year for the first time oh, and yeah. i cried all through halftime oh. and they all sat in the other room like what is she doing and i was like it's my first year i'm 31 it's my first year to not be at the game so yeah, that's how i expressed well, that and, and then an interesting <laughs> viewpoint looking at you guys is you know sam you're about to graduate college at Texas A&M, I think Friday, you know, a virtual yes. graduation. And then Haley, you're in the working force, you know, you're in your mid twenties now. And then you said it, Cassie, you're a mom of two. You guys are all at kind of different levels. And I was asking Kelly, did you guys ever share mother advice? And Kelly was like, absolutely. <laughs> so I want to ask you, Judy, what is the best mother advice that you got from these two? Well, you have to remember mm -hmm. I was a mother before them. True. <laughs> Way before <laughs> them. That she gave. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I had to have mother advice, it might have just Or were been... you giving the advice? I give. did give a lot of advice. Um, <laughs> how to get through this. Um, it was, it's really hard to balance your time and feel like you're giving your kids the attention that they need, deserve. And I think that's mostly probably the advice I've given is, you know, you, you just have to kind of 
roll with it. And when you are with your kids, you just make the best of it. And hopefully it'll, everyone will come out strong. It, it's tough balance, but it can work. And, you know, just like ask our kids, did we, did we hurt y'all in any way? <laughs> Don't think it's for that. <laughs> this is therapy right now. And we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Should we take our first break? Let's take our first break. That was the perfect cue to it, but we'll be right back. More just for kick. The Cowboys way where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Have you ever dreamed of being a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader? This may be your year to make the team. For the first time ever, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders are hosting online auditions with a simple application and video submission. This is the chance of a lifetime to pursue your dream and perform in the NFL from the convenience of your own home. Applications are being accepted now through May 15th at DallasCowboysCheerleaders.com. That's DallasCowboysCheerleaders.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too important? Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Back Back. to Just for Kicks. All right, we are back for more Just for Kicks, and this is our very special Mother's Day edition of the podcast, and I'm so grateful to be joined by all of you. And, uh, you know, I was looking at some of the fan questions before this, and everyone wants to know making the team is still on the horizon this year, regardless of everything, you know, TBD. But Kelly, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Making the team is season 15 is like you said, in the horizon. Uh, we think we will start the show at the beginning of training camp. So everybody that's applying right now will go through round one and round two with our online process. And then we'll get to meet them for the first time in our finals slash training camp when uh, federal and state and NFL um, protocols allow that type of gathering. We're really excited. I watched the show Love is Blind and watched um, <laughs> how the how the different, you know, well, you know, you watch a lot of TV when you're sheltered, but, but you know how at the very end when the couples came out of the pod and you actually got to meet them in person for the first time? That's kind of what I think this is. That's what I think this is going to feel like because we we will have been studying their applications and we'll feel like we'll know them and we will certainly have studied their dance technique. But to get to meet 
for the first time at training camp is new and exciting for us too. And yes, season 15 CMT will capture all of that. Oh, it was it was interesting. You know, we all went into shelter in place before even free agency for the football team. And when we were doing the draft talks, I was talking to one of the new free agent pickups, uh, Gerald McCoy, and I was like, "Have you seen the star?" And he goes, "You know, I haven't been there." And at this point, I'm like, "Oh yeah, you haven't." And he goes, "But I looked it up online. I cannot believe how beautiful this facility is. I can't believe that that's a real football headquarters." And I was like, "Just wait." until you actually see it in person. (laughs) And so, you know, just like the football players are dealing with this, you know, the cheerleaders are going to be going through the same thing. It's, It's just awesome to see that we're kind of all at the equal playing field here. But uh, moving into it, to see the, um, the candidates meet each other. Exactly. Uh Right. A lot of those relationships early on and, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's part of a natural process to be assessing you know, your competition, so to speak, too. And for none of that to have been able to take place and for them to all of a sudden be in that finals training camp spot and go turn around and look at like, wow, okay, this is this is whom I'm amongst. I, I think that'll be a really um, awesome moment, really. Community that you guys are, you know, earlier this week, you guys had a parade for the DCC mm. pinky rings. So you're adapting, you're adjusting and this is family. This is the new family they would be part of on the team. It is. We, we didn't, since we had kind of an unconventional, I don't even want to say the word end because I, I'm not emotionally there yet, but we've had a convention, unconventional kind of closure to the 2019 season with our cheerleaders. And each rookie cheerleader gets a pinky ring. It's their, it's their, it's a big deal to get your gold pinky ring the end of your first year. Um, Cassie, you know that well and um we didn't want them to miss that but yet we couldn't have a gathering and so judy and i with with uh masks and gloves and these beautiful baskets that judy made and the the cheerleaders rings we went to different locations and distanced and presented them their basket and they were they would then come and get their own ring and put their own ring on themselves but it would you know and then the veterans the veterans were in uh, their own cars and were honking. And it was still um, a very, very, what turned out to be a very meaningful historical uh, uh, giving of the rings in it. But it was, it was a beautiful moment. It was beautiful. I love that you guys continued that in that way. And one interesting thing, Judy, you kind of touched on it is some of the pressure that a lot of people assume that you girls feel because everyone's so involved with the cheerleaders, but and I might be assuming, and I'll I'll take this one to Haley. You know, even though you never auditioned for the cheerleaders, and you know, I don't actually know why or what the process was, but I believe that there's you know you value what you guys are a part of, but I think you all have your individual identities, and people sometimes forget that. So mm-hmm. Haley, was there ever a thought? that you were going to audition for DCC or did you know, you know, I'm just going to love them from, from what I do. I think when I was junior at DCC, I definitely wanted to try out. Um, well, this year's process, I might decide to submit a video, just <laughs> say I did it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We can still make that happen. Yeah. You never know. No, I just think, like you said, just having a mom be a judge, I think, I don't want to say it was an intimidation factor, 
but I had, hadn't been dancing for that long. I danced growing up and then took a big, great uh, gap just between high school and um, college. So I knew I didn't have the flexibility that I did maybe when I was younger to try out. But um, <laughs> yeah, Sam's with me on this one. <laughs> no. But it's fun now just to be a part of the organization and feel even though I didn't pursue the dancing career, but just to be involved. You said same right away. Yeah, I exactly echo Haley's response. I get asked this all the time just because people are curious and especially to see Cassie go through and then um, two of my best friends, Dayton and Victoria audition people, you know, those questions started popping up pretty much as soon as I turned 18 and was technically eligible. Um, but kind of with Haley, you know, when I was a junior DCC, it's really easy to look up to the women on the team and say, I want to be like them when I grow up. And I still want to be like them just in different aspects because they're so well-rounded and so poised and have so much going for them just outside of the dancing. And that's kind of what I've um, been able to emulate or try to at least. Um, but I recognize that dance was not necessarily my strong suit, even if I loved it. You know, God did not bless me with the hamstrings for high kicks um, and would never put um, my mom and Judy and Charlotte. I know I would be a first round cut. Like I can say it um, and would never want to put them through that because I think it would be really hard, especially, you know, for my mom to have to tell her own daughter no to something that so many people um, dream for so many years about. It's already hard on her when it's, someone that she's never met until they set foot at audition. So I would never want to put them in that position unless I felt like I was ready and prepared and I am by no means there. Well, and an interesting topic that you bring up too is, you know, and I don't know this cause I'm not personally a mother, but Kelly was telling me, you know, you change obviously as a parent and how it has changed you in the professional workplace as well, because you, you have a child now that you're taking care of, but then you need to balance everything. But, and Judy, I'll start with you first. How did you feel yourself change as, you know, part of DCC and as a choreographer when you became a mom? Well, I became a mom the first year I was working. So it all kind of happened together. I, I was in my role. I was pregnant with my first son. And so it all being in the job kind of came together for me because that's all I've ever known is how to balance, you know, motherhood and balance my career. And um, luckily my husband was home at night and I was home with him during the day. And somehow what we did worked and the kids were fed. They were happy. They enjoyed <laughs> doing activities with the um, Cowboys family and they got to be a part of it. And I tell you, sometimes when I'm tired, I'd say, oh, I think I'm just going to quit. And they'd be like, no, mom, no. <laughs> they love this Everything experience as it. much as I've loved it. Mm -hmm. I know. And Charlotte, one of the best stories you've ever told me was about the time that you were working on your computer and Paxton was a little baby and he walked over <laughs> and he knew that because you were on your computer, you weren't able to give him the attention. And, you know, now I look at Haley, I look at Paxton and Shy. And I see the fact that, you know, they've turned out pretty great, regardless of juggling. Thank you, all. Taylor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that story. Um, I remember it like it was yesterday and he was a little toddler. He was mainly on his hands and knees, but he crawled over between my legs and he pulled the cord out. And I oh, no. the computer completely off. And it was one of those moments of like, wow, 
Um, if he realizes already what that actually means, um, you know, I, I need to figure out how to do this better. Um, and that was my third child. With Haley, uh, it was it was very different. Um, I actually, uh, when I had Haley, I was living in Arkansas and I was commuting to Dallas. And I would bring Haley with me to Dallas, leave her with my mom when I went to work, and we would commute back and forth to Arkansas. And many times I, I would bring her to work. I had a playpen in my office. It's like when I when I shut my door, then I was able to take care and feed, feed Haley. But she literally grew up at, at my feet. But it, rather than pull the cord, there were no computers then, so was there no cord <laughs> to pull back then. But she literally would try to help me file. You, you know, I mean, she was one of those that immediately came out of like, I'm, I'm organized. I know how to make things happen. I mean, she would... You know, I would be the one that um, came home and was like, time time for dinner. Oh, my gosh. And the doorbell would ring. And I would go to the door, and the pizza man would be standing there. And I was like, where'd you come from? And Haley would pop up and go, oh, thank you. And she'd, like, grab some pizzas <laughs> and walk away. And she would have ordered dinner well, way before I ever thought about them possibly being hungry. And I knew then that Haley was going to be, like, mini-me, if not beyond me in, in her life and in her world, because she was always incredibly efficient and and very organized um, in, in her skill set and, like, just, you know, ability to just do and solve problems, very, you know, um, worldly in her, her natural ability to do that. And so it was by the time I had the third one, I guess it got a little more uh, intense, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for us, it's kind of back to your comment about um, – you, you mentioned sacrificing ar- around holidays, and I have never seen it as that because for me, holidays is about spending time with family. And mm-hmm. what the Cowboys opportunity has provided to our family and hopefully to those who are a part of the Cowboy family is a way to celebrate with all of our family. And our family has gotten deeper and bigger and stronger because of that affinity, whether it be on Thanksgiving or on Christmas or on New Year's. And it just kind of keeps going um, with the holidays that we've incorporated into our celebration. <laughs> but, you know, it means a lot. It's it's why you show up at the delivery room for each other. It's, you know, it's why you're there in the most precious moments of of life is because you've gotten a chance to to build that bond together. And it's actually the Cowboys that have brought drawn you um, to creating that experience and, and that um, love and passion for each other. So uh, all of this, uh, to me, has been nothing but a blessing on how to experience the very most of life and do it with the people you love the most. And it is, it's like the ribbon that weaves through all of our lives. It's really unique and special. I'm sitting there watching, um, you know, Samantha, so you just are so articulate and do such an amazing oh, job <laughs> and listening to to your story, but I I was ever bit as empowered by watching Kelly listen to your story. And oh. I, I can see her eyes glistening and she's like kind of, you know, the Brady Bunch looked down to the local <laughs> and she's beaming and about to cry. I'm like, don't go to oh. Kelly. She's going to cry. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I love it. On and on and on. And it's like the same thing. It's like, oh my gosh, watching each other and the pride for each other and how how you young ladies have um, grown and developed before our very eyes um, at, at the hands and feet of all of us together <laughs> and now started your own family. You're successful in business and you are successful in college and and just becoming um, women that um, we've all hoped to be. And you all have, have taken that mantle and, and run with it. So I know as your moms, 
uh, we couldn't be more proud of all three of you. It's, it's so true. And, you know, I always say this to my own mom. I feel like sometimes we forget, you know, we think of things, we compare our lives with other people, just naturally we're human. And we really, if you think about it, you get the mom that you're meant to have. When you were saying those things about Haley organizing and doing these things, I see that in her all the time. And you saw that in her as an infant baby. And so it's just, it's so special to really get together. I'm so grateful to see this with you guys. Can we play a little game? Can we do a little game time? (laughs) Yes, please. Is everyone ready for some games? It's going to be real easy. But we're going to do a mom question and then a daughter question, and we'll kind of round robin it. So first, I'm going to start with you, Haley, because you're just at the top of my screen. My mom taught me fill in the blank. I had a few that I kind of wanted to go over. I think the first one was to stay positive during the hard times. Um, I think a lot of times there's um, stuff going on that I kind of get down on myself, but she's always there to kind of talk me and, like, get me more just excited and kind of to get my mind off something and get just more in a happier mood. Um, Also, is just to never give up. I think being in the male-dominant sports field, it can be kind of not demeaning, but just guys want to kind of go on top. And I think the fact that she's kind of paved a way for us in the um, sports industry has been, I guess, easygoing for me and having me able just to participate and not feel like I'm not as good as the guys just because I'm in the football business. Uh, yes. Oh, you had one more, Hales? One more. And I think just always making time for family. I know she's busy traveling and working, but she always finds the time of day just to reach out or just make time for us. So. Cassie? Same question? Same question. Okay. My mom taught me, this is the number one thing that I think she said to me more in my life than anything else is kill them with kindness. (laughs) And because she knows that (laughs) I will pop off and say whatever I feel in every moment. (laughs) So, you know, especially lately, I've been so much better after, you know, after becoming a mom myself, I'm a lot more relaxed. I don't feel like I have to call everyone out all the time and Along with kindness, that's the biggest thing, biggest thing that my mom instilled in me, I think. Sam? Um, I think definitely the power of talking to someone face-to-face or on the phone versus texting things, especially growing up you know, with social media and um, going through middle school and high school with that and kind of um, dealing with girl drama and different things, which is something, you know, in her profession, she deals with a locker room, it's going to happen. And um, kind of learning how to be mature in those situations um, and actually talking to someone because a lot of times things can be taken the wrong way, whether, you know, how you do your punctuation and how you capitalize things and what emojis you use, which is not something that she had to deal with growing up, but helping me kind of navigate that as the world was navigating that. And then just the importance of a handwritten thank you note after anyone does anything for Love you. That. And that same thing yeah. from Kelly. <laughs> I bet all of you girls are so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. You keep that going. All right. My daughter helped me with Charlotte, you're first. Oh my gosh. Um I I would have to say um every day. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm gonna cry. I know. I know. 
my daughter helps me with humility and grace. And gosh, y'all, <laughs> I um, I have always been amazed by Haley and her ability to make everyone, regardless of their role, their stature, whoever they are, their adversity or their success, feel like they are the king of the world. And she has an uncanny way of um, making everybody feel so good about themselves. And I think in that way, um, Haley and our family have have been blessed um, with a lot of amazing opportunity. Um, you would never know that with Haley. Uh, I, I think she she shines and uses her, her poise and her um, innate character and authentic self to, to make everybody feel important. And um, I admire that every day in her and try to emulate that myself as I see her do that with every person that she encounters. I've seen it too. <gasps> so good. You are so right. Likewise. <laughs> I know. I always think about a quote. I think it was at your college graduation, Haley, where one of the quotes that people said most about you is that, you know, people will forget what you said or what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that's that's kind of what that reminds me of. All right, Kelly, my daughter helped me with. My first answers were much less um, beautiful than <laughs> my daughter technology and my daughter <laughs> me with magnetic eyelashes today. <laughs> um, <Love it. laughs> my daughter, and this is why it's hard for me that she's away. She's she's really my best friend and sometimes you don't realize it until they're not with you. And it's indirect, but we all know that we call our daughters and we probably share more than we should. <laughs> but they're trusted confidants and they've gone through all the they've gone through life with us the good the bad the ugly so um samantha's my best friend and she probably doesn't realize that and my magnetic lashes are gonna come off <laughs> beautiful samantha <laughs> are yours magnetic they are that's a story I'll after the podcast. <laughs> she yeah, can we get an IG lesson on this, please? <laughs> She's the makeup oh. girl, not me. But anyway, yeah. I love it. All right, Judy, you're the last one on this one. They said everything's so beautiful. But I think for Cassie and I, I'll try to make it a little more humorous. For Cassie and I, she helps me not to have to feel so perfect all the time. Okay, I didn't think that that was going to turn me up, but. I'm one of those that always feels like you can't go to the grocery store unless your hair is fixed and all your makeup's on and I'm dressed and I have on heels and it's like I went to Sam's this past week with a ponytail for the first time in my oh my, goodness. my husband looked at me and said aren't you gonna shake that hair out and I said no I'm gonna do it I can't believe that I did it with a ponytail <laughs> Snaps for Jesus. Wow. I had to ask her once. I had to ask her to just wear a t-shirt for my birthday. Just a cheerleading <laughs> competition, and I said, "Can you just wear a t-shirt?" And she was like, "Well, maybe." Can I wear heels with it? And I was like, "I guess." <laughs> I got her in a t-shirt twice. 
And I was so proud of that. <laughs> when we went on our swamp tour, you know, Captain Judy, <laughs> oh, Captain Judy, um, she was obviously stunning, regardless of anything else that New Orleans had done the night before. <laughs> and she had these beautiful drop earrings on. And we're on this swamp tour. And it was so cute to see that. So, you know, sometimes you just got to bring your own sparkle. That's right. Yeah. So, okay. The next one I'm going to do, and I'm going to start with you, Cassie, this time. Blank is the coolest thing about my mom. I'm looking at my paper. Like, that's an easy one. (laughs) The coolest thing about my mom is that she's a mom to everyone. If you have ever been a cheerleader, if you've ever been one of my friends, She's your second mom, always. She makes everyone feel so special all the time and just loved. Like, it's just easy for people to get attached to her. And, you know, on Mother's Day, she still gives, she still gives gifts, sorry. She still gets gifts from former DCC saying like, happy Mother's Day, second mom. <laughs> I know Sunny has sent you stuff in the past. and uh, Sunny has every year. There's just a lot of people that just see her as another mom because she makes it easy noticed that on your birthday the other day too you oh, were getting yeah. so many instagram story posts and i was like because how loved you really are oh, that's sweet thank you sam blank is the coolest thing about my mom it's really similar it's her passion for helping others um i think we see it in the dcc world with audition either Haley or cassie one of you said it the other judges usually if candidates were a house that they're you know looking for the other judges want someone that's move-in ready and my mom's ready to flip it she wants like you know (laughs) she wants a project but i think that comes from she loves to help people find um what's deep down inside of them that they're maybe hiding from themselves and bring that out um i've obviously seen it in myself but kind of how Kathy said she's done that for all of my friends our house was always the one where all of our friends were over whether they were mine and it was my girlfriends or my brother's friends and she always was the one that was helping everyone, you know, find what was their passion, what brings them joy. Um, and she loves to do that. And I've seen that just in everything. I think it's also part of why she's so good at her job is because she helps bring that out of the cheerleaders. You are so articulate. You are incredible with the words. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Peter, who's a producer on the show one time, we were just talking on the side about training camp or whatever, and I started rattling off, and he was like, you sound just like your mom. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I take that as a compliment. You're right. Haley, Blink is the coolest thing about my mom. I think this one was kind of, hard for me because I was going to more like the fun side I think for her it's just the fact that she stays still like hip and works out all the time and so I have like a workout buddy for me and that's what we've been doing the past 50 something days in quarantine which is I had someone to work out with you're so good at it one more time (laughs) note to everybody don't ever try to keep up with Haley in a fitness Yeah, she has such a great way about her. We're told, or a murder mystery. We were (laughs) big thing with the family. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Kelly, I'll start with you. Um, I wish I could go back to blank with my daughter. Oh, you know, in (laughs) I wish I could go back to everything with my daughter. I, I just when I was looking through pictures. Uh, during because of just being sheltered, I'm going through photos and then preparing for today. And every picture from 
kindergarten to the little concerts we went to, to the birthday parties, to, I mean, everything in her life, I wish I could do again because, you know, it, you don't realize how quickly it flashed by until you're looking at pictures that are 20 years old. So I would, I would do everything um, except maybe <laughs> writing, writing with her when she was first learning to draw. <laughs> that oh. is a scary chapter that I don't <laughs> You just want to fast forward that one. <laughs> Samantha, the first time she was driving, and I actually wrote a little story called cardio, like exercising in the car, C-A-R, because I realized when she was driving, like I was I was getting a good glute workout, just pushing my feet in the floor. Then I was like doing biceps and triceps, pushing my hands on the door. I mean, it was so nerve-wracking. Writing tails and kissing curves, and it was, it was I don't want to do that again. But I'd, I'd say everything else I'd love to do again with her. Now all we have are pictures and, and great, great memories. It. You know, I, I have to agree because every phase was was so um, unique uh, in its in its own way. I do when we, we were also looking at pictures and in the early days, in the young days of, you know, probably from the time she was born until she was about 10, um, I really wish we could go do that all over again because everything was so cute and everything was so pretty and everything was so perfect. And, and she, you know, just everything that she had, plus she was my first child. So there's a lot of, when you have your first of how do I do this and am I doing it right? So, so you, um, and I would imagine that all of us here are the same way. When you are a perfectionist, you're more worried about everything being perfect and right than you are just enjoying it. And I think I would, loosen up a little bit and not be as uptight about, am I doing it right or wrong and just do it. And I think that, um, you know, when I look back on those times and I, you know, a, a lot of things I did wrong. I mean, I, I messed up a lot of things and I, I would love to get, get that over again. I mean, I, I remember Haley was in, um, she was in kindergarten and I get a call from um, one of her best friend's father, and he worked for Gap Real Estate. And Haley was at school, and she I guess I was late to pick her up because she, <laughs> she um, decided that I was not going to show up. So she calls. She doesn't call another mom. She calls her best friend's father, who was in the middle of a board meeting, gets another board <laughs> meeting, and calls him Richards. Uh, my mom is not here yet. Do you think you can call and figure out if she's on her way or can you just come pick me up? <laughs> so, you know, I've never lived that one down. Um, which I just laugh, but I marvel at her efficiency. And I just wish that we had smartphones back then because now everybody has every little moment like that on video or a cute little clip because it's on their phone. We didn't have that. I never had a camera that had film in it or the battery I thought was all set and then it was dead. Or then, you know, there was always some excuse to like miss the moment. And so I don't have those moments captured like you can do them today. So I wish I could go back, take technology with me and capture those moments and, and get a chance to live through them always. So good. Judy? Charlotte, I forgot my kids one time too. It was early release. I didn't know it. And I get the phone call and they're all three sitting on the curb waiting on me. Anyway, we're human. We're human. But what I 
wish I could go back and do again with Cassie is her years as a cheerleader. <sighs> because I didn't get to enjoy a lot of those moments because I tried to spread it out between the 32 girls that were on the squad. So like Cassie's first game performance, I was in team mode and her getting her pinky ring, all those little moments that I wish I had gotten to experience as a mom instead of her choreographer. I, I wouldn't, ch I wouldn't change anything, but I just did miss a lot of the small moments that I wish I had smelled the roses a little bit longer with. But so Judy, I mean, I was, I, I witnessed that firsthand and Judy tried and Cassie for you to know, I mean, to, to say that Judy has shortchanged anything in her kids' lives would be a gross negligent statement because Judy's, as an example to me, you asked how we parented together. I've always, um, without advice, observed how Judy puts family first without question. So there, that's, that she did that by example, but as a coach, and you probably see this, which is um, as football coach and their sons playing as a coach, I do think Judy really tried hard to be professional and not show Cassie favoritism and not make the 35 other members of the team, you know, think it that Cassie was favored and, and she wasn't, if anything, I witnessed Judy being, you know, kind of tough on Cassie. So, <laughs> but Judy, you were in a, you're in a, very, very, very small population of people that are the head coach and the mom in that coexistence. So I think you did a great job and I hope Cassie does too. And Definitely. Cassie, we can, we can put you back in the uniform if you want. And we can do this <laughs> all over again. She got yelled at more than anybody. <laughs> so do you yeah. think Lennon's gonna, Lennon's gonna fall in those footsteps? Are you seeing anything as a young child that she's gonna show that? <laughs> She's, um, she's a I've seen her in breed. her uniform. That's all. <laughs> she's a different breed than, I mean, we, she's in dance. I'll, I'll give you that. She's in dance. And she loves the cheerleaders, but she's also projected to be about six foot one. So we think we might need to go ahead and get her in volleyball or basketball. You know? <laughs> so who knows? It's just up to her, basically. I love that. I know. I always see her at the game. She's on that side and she's usually in her uniform mm -hmm. and she's got her hair in her pigtails <laughs> and she's kind of bossing the guys to tell them what yeah. to do and to focus yeah. on the game. She's very so you're right there in that corner, mm -hmm. but yeah. firm, just strong willed. Very, very I'm strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last one. And this one might bring some tears, but I think the most important thing and why I'm saying this ahead of time is that especially around Mother's Day, sometimes we tell our daughters, we tell our moms things that we wish we, they knew all year long, you know, but sometimes Mother's Day just brings that back. And so I think this is important because usually when you're saying these things, even though you're saying it to your daughter or your mom, it, it's actually to everyone. Everyone can learn from this and be impacted from this and inspired. So. I'll start with you first, Haley. I hope my mom always knows. First of all, that I love her. And I think sometimes, even if we get in a tiffy or disagree, <laughs> it might come off the wrong way. But in the end, I want you to know that I love you. And I'm thankful for you. Gosh, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, even through my hard times and stuff that I've gone through that she's always been there 
and I'm thankful to have her with me. Said, Sam. Again, you know that I, I love her and I am thankful for her, even when I don't say it. Um, I wish I could go back to when I was in middle school and, you know, screaming at her for every little <laughs> thing that she did. Um, and that, you know, I do recognize how much that she has sacrificed for me um, and for my brother. And um, I'm just thankful for her. I'm sorry. I'm emotional, but I, I have learned so many lessons just from being around her and being able to grow up around, not just her, but all of the women you know, on this, but, you know, around the organization, I'm, I'm very thankful for that, but especially for her allowing me to have those experiences and not kind of trying to hide me away from it um, and letting me grow and thankful that she gave me the opportunity to kind of be my own person instead of just shoving me in dance classes and saying, this is what I do. So this is what you're going to do too. Yeah. Cassie. Um. My y'all, I am just not an emotional person. The things. Oh, and that's your <laughs> unique trait. I love that about you. The things that I wrote down were kind of silly. Now that I'm looking at them. Honestly, <laughs> that I love you. I wrote down like I'm. You know, I'm truly grateful for all the little things, like things that you wouldn't realize a grandma shouldn't be doing. Like Christmas morning, I kind of don't have to worry about anything. Like I still like. At Christmas Eve, I'm just kind of dancing around, playing, and my mom's doing so much still. Like, she still does so much for not just her three kids, all four grandkids, other people. You know, she's like, hey, I had a friend whose mother passed away a couple years ago, and she made sure that he and his brother were over with us on Christmas Day. Like, she just, I'm so grateful that she just includes everyone and makes and just little details. Like, when we were little kids, Thanksgiving games, we were always at the stadium, but when we got home, there was a full Thanksgiving dinner on the table. She was on the phone with my grandma all day. Okay, now it's time to put this in the oven. Now you need to take this out and put this here. So I'm just thankful for all the little tiny things like that. Yeah. Judy, I'll start with you first. I hope my daughter always knows. Gosh, that I love her. We're, we're kind of the same. We don't express that a lot I hope I do it in other ways but I, I also want her to know that I think she's a great mom that especially during this time of being home with her kids alone she's done everything she can to fill up time with them and make sure that they're having fun and they've had crafts to do they've had they've taken them outside and and they experience outdoors they, they go out on the boat they get their feet in the lake, which I probably never did with my kids because I was afraid they would step on glass and cut their foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell them, get those kids out of the lake. Somebody's going to step in a hole. But I'm glad that she is adventurous and that she allows her kids to experience lots of different things. She's a great mom. Charlotte? Well shouldn't say obviously, but how much I love her um, is top on the list, but um, maybe even as important is not just how proud I am of the woman she's become, but how impressed I am by her. And, um, you know, when, when I grew up, I've, I've often said that um, my parents had more confidence in me than I ever had in myself. Um, 
I feel the same way towards Haley that um, I think she's amazing. And I hope um, that she wakes up in the morning and when she looks in the mirror, that she understands how amazing she really is. So good. And so good. <laughs> Kelly, and we're gonna, we're gonna go to a break after this so we can all kind of clean up and, and refresh. <laughs> we need it. But what, what was the question, Taylor? <laughs> I, hope, I hope my daughter always knows. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I know she knows I love her, but I, and I hope she knows how proud I am of her as an individual and um, how impressed I am with her. I mean, so many people have asked Samantha her whole life, are you going to follow in your mom's footsteps? And I am proud of the fact that Samantha wants to make her own footprint. Um, she has a love of her friends and a very diverse, inclusive nature about, about her and her relationships with people. And I love that about her. So I love her. I admire her and I'm extremely proud of her. Love it. And, and it is so unique. You're telling this to each other, but everyone can relate to this. So I appreciate you guys sharing those moments and those stories because everyone can find a glimpse of their own mom and daughter relationship in this. So we're gonna take our final break. We'll be right back. We have some fun fan questions and then we'll be, we'll be on our way. <laughs> Planning your next family vacation? Make it Dreams Playa Mujeres Golf Resort and Spa. Enjoy the perks of unlimited luxury at this all-sweet beachfront haven where gourmet meals, premium drinks, and activities are all included. Only 10 minutes from downtown Cancun, Dreams is situated on a private white sand beach. Soak in the views from the infinity pool, pamper yourself at our spa, or enjoy family time at the Lazy River and Water Park. Book your stay today at Dreams Playa Mujeres by visiting dreamsresorts.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The Cowboys way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... It's right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Back, back, back to Just for Kicks. All right, welcome back. Final segment. This has been so incredible, and thank you guys so much for taking the time. I can't wait to share this with so many people and say, listen to this. 
And these are the stories that we need to remember this Mother's Day. Um, but we're going to kind of have fun now. You know, we've gotten the great sides of everybody and shown the different lessons and stories. But we all know moms and daughters, we're often either embarrassed by each other, you know, <laughs> wanting to push them out of our room when they're coming in while we're on the phone or doing something like that. Uh, so, Cassie, I'm sure, you know, even though we love Judy, we do. But what what are some times that you're like, oh, my gosh, my mom, she makes me cringe when? Well, for starters, anything athletic, anything sports related, <laughs> my entire family is so athletic. And we're like, any time we're all together, we're throwing a football. Someone's like, hey, mom, catch. She's like, Ugh. and she's like, <laughs> but the main thing is that I don't want to call her a pushover but she does not take up for herself. And Kelly has, I, I texted my mom and said, and I say this certain word, because it's kind of inappropriate, but Kelly says the same thing that she does when she lets someone run her over, kind of. Like she grows a pair and then she fucks them up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she, she's like, you know, I'm gonna go tell them, and I'm gonna call them and tell them they had my order wrong, but then she's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, no, sure. Yeah. <laughs> He sucks him up. So. I go tell, tell Kelly with kindness. Hey, kill Kelly. him with kindness. <laughs> That's right. You yes. Kill him with kindness. She lets people push her over sometimes. <laughs> okay, Judy. We'll, we'll switch between the moms and the daughters this time. Judy okay. makes you cringe when Cassie's a potty mouth. <laughs> I taught her better, but uh, she took it to her dad, and she's a potty mouth. <laughs> Things. Things that's just upset. That's better than what you were going to yeah. say. Huh? <laughs> better than I, what I. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mother daughter banter. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone can relate to it. I promise you. Sam, <laughs> what is something that Kelly does that makes you cringe? So the first is on the TV show. Every time there's uniform fittings, you know, my mom is on national television talking about other girls' chest areas. And so that's embarrassing, especially when I was a teenager. But specifically the time she took, someone brought like a bombshell bra that didn't need it. And my mom put it on her head and said it was a flotation device. And I can never get that image out of my head. But the second is... So something a lot of people don't get to see is for the Thanksgiving halftime the day before there's a technical rehearsal and they mock all of the no. camera angles and everything. So the year that Pitbull was the halftime performer, they needed someone to stand in and somehow my mom got elected to be the person that was going to stand in on stage with Pitbull for cameras. And so when you're a teenager and your mother is on stage dancing with Pitbull, it's mortifying. Okay, wait, no Samantha, else... do you think there was actually an election of who got to get up there? Or do you no. think he just got up there? I think she was going to be It was her moment. No. Did she twerk? No. Did, was there twerking? No, but there might have been arms in the air. There might have been some arms jumping up and down. I love it. She dances the same way anytime someone plays Brick House at a wedding. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) How does she do to like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Oh, yes. All of that. And then, of course, Queen now. (laughs) We know. Queen. All right, Kelly, your turn. 
Uh, mortify? <laughs> you said I mean, it. I you said it best. I couldn't. I mean, you, Samantha, Samantha used to have a used to not right now. I used to have a messy room, and I'm kind of uh, <laughs> not. So I'd cringe on that. What? What did I say, Taylor? You, you said messy. You said that messy. She was, yeah. 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 That is just she, you know she, that's the difference. She tends to be a gatherer and collector in her bedroom, <laughs> in her car, that's in her drawer. Are you <laughs> We can all relate to this, I think. Why so did they not what, get that treat from us? I, I wish I could show you right I don't know what corner. Haley didn't get it, because I'd have to point to myself at the same time I'm pointing to her. <laughs> I will say that's one thing for mine. Yeah, she inherited that trait. The messy okay. Haley, what is yours? The cringing or embarrassing. I think the, well, one would be the mess is the fact I'm going to my room is the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when she runs out of time to get ready and she goes with either partial makeup on and hair and rollers to go pick up either me or my brothers. <laughs> Wait, Wait, isn't that what the car ride is for? Like finishing yeah. testing? Yes, yes, it is. Rollers. I can, I can do the makeup, but just like all the rollers in the hair and going through yeah. carpool line. <laughs> That's it. Uh, we, That's we've probably happening. all been in random states of preparation on carpool. That's for sure. Yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Judy. Maybe not Judy. Yeah, nah, not Judy. The house. No, one time I tried a new hairdo and they walked up to my car and was like, who's that? And it was super tight car? curls and she was yelling at us, get in the car. She was late for something. She was late. And we were, we told a teacher, like this lady is like waving us. It was, and it wasn't our car. It was a rental car. So well, it was there like you a go. lot of change. And we were like, this lady's trying to get us in her car. And we had her. And she took off her sunglasses and got out of the car and was so mad at us. We're like, oh. oh was was she wearing heels? Did you recognize her by the heels? She was dressed for a DCC banquet and she had super tight curls. And we had no idea who she was. I like, remember no that. I remember that. Well, I made them cringe. Um, well, um, we've already covered the room situation, so Haley and I share that with each other, but I would think the thing that makes me cringe the most is I actually think Haley has amazingly beautiful skin. And she does. get that from me. She, she has does. this beautiful tone of her skin, and it's a fabulous complexion, and it absolutely drives me nuts and makes me cringe when she goes outside to tan it. And I told her I'd pay for every spray tan if she would just stay out of the sun or at least put sunscreen on. And I know that's a, a common motherly issue, mm -hmm. but Haley truly has beautiful skin. So, and since I'm on the other side of that, of knowing what happens when you do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Good lesson to leave us all on. <laughs> we all heard that. So I'll make sure to put my spray tan on her, my next spray tan on her credit card. <laughs> <laughs> it's on document. We have a document. You know, it was interesting because going through the fan questions, there were so many that were asking about this and one that I thought was really special. And I don't even, I feel like I don't have to throw this to someone. I'm sure someone will have an answer immediately, but you all are so close. And especially, you know, we've talked about the Cowboys being the ribbon that kind of runs through all of our lives, but what have you done, especially to make that relationship stay so close? Is there anyone that kind of thinks like, you know, is it texting each other every day or 
I know everyone's kind of thinking of that. Or does it just come so natural? I think it's, it's become natural. natural. It's yeah. natural. I think, I, I think what um, really seals it is the authenticity of our relationships with each other is that um, I, I think we've we've all been through a lot together. Um, we started young <laughs> together. And I think in, in that and in that setting, um, how we have expressed ourselves, how we have respected each other um, in our own strengths and talents and abilities and valued each other's input, I think that's what makes um, a great relationship happen is that is that you listen um, and then you receive. And I think for, for all of us, um, I can certainly say that for Kelly, Judy and I, and I think, I hope that the three of us have then in turn um, tried to be that way with, with our children and, and then with each other that, um, you know, it's about being authentic, being good listeners, and then being good receivers of the information that you hear. I love that. All right, well, we've, we've shared so much and I just, again, can't thank you guys for putting this together. One, because in this time of quarantine, I think we're all reflecting and we're focusing on what truly matters. And this is just a perfect example of that. So thank you guys. And Kelly, I'm sure you have some closing notes because it's a crazy time in DCC world. Well, it is. And thank you, Taylor, so much for taking the taking the wheel on this, because this is a special topic that needed special, special people. So thank you so much for helping us. And thank you um, to everybody for joining us. This is I, I'm just looking at my screen and it, it's just it's just <laughs> awesome just to see everybody um, from a business perspective. Taylor, if you're talking about our auditions, those are open right now. And Judy and Charlotte and I are standing by waiting for those applications. <laughs> Very, very excited. I'm going to take a picture of our screen because yeah. I love this shot. <laughs> yes, I love it. Save it. So how do they, how do they turn into their audition tapes? It's online. It's on DallasCowboys.com. Yeah, DallasCowboys.com or DallasCowboysCheerleaders.com. And the application is there and they get to fill it all out, take, submit their photos, submit their videos. All the very detailed instructions are right there. And uh, you mentioned what cringes Samantha and Haley and Cassie both. I bet we make y'all cringe when we try to do Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. I remember when I was going to join Snapchat, Samantha and Ryan both were like, no. Right? Don't we horrify y'all on social? I like your dog segments. No, I like them. I think it's funny. (laughs) So we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Ryan. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us and see you next week, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?